This is the Top Agents Playbook Podcast, episode 116. Welcome to the Top Agents Playbook Podcast, the very best tips, tools, and ideas from real estate's top performers. Now, here's your host, Ray Wood. Well, hi, everybody, uh, and welcome back to the show. I'm coming to you live from the cottage in the beautiful Kawarthas in Ontario, Canada, about two hours north of Toronto. It is a cracker day. The sun is shining, not a cloud in the sky. It'd be probably 20 degrees at 10.30 in the morning. About a month ago, the lake was still frozen. Now the water, while still very chilly, is not frozen at all. And we're looking forward to putting the docks in and having a little bit of fun this summer. I also uh, would love to uh, inform you or delighted to inform you with the stunning news that our little startup Jiggler has been nominated for a Real Estate Technology Award at the Inman uh, Connect Awards in July in San Francisco this year, 2018. I've been busting to share that news, so I wanted to let you know right at the start of this episode. We're very, very excited. When you start a business like Jiggler and Locked On, another company I'm involved in, you don't know what is going to happen. You sink many years of work and you also sink dollars into something that you really don't know what's going to happen. So it is a true entrepreneurial startup to make it this far. Uh, I'm amazed and it is only to to the uh, great work of my partners, Aaron Shiner, uh, Josh Kolbach and John Benitziotis at Media Mojo in Noosa Heads uh, who've been able to pull this together. So it's just a stunning effort to make it this far. And we love bringing you guys fresh templates and fresh ideas to help you win more listings and make more sales. So it's just such a big part of, of what we do. But the, the biggest thank you I'd like to say is to you, if you're a Jiggler user, and I know that so many of you are, and we have new accounts coming in every day in their dozens, which is which is quite stunning from all around the world. And you are the people that are driving this. We are doing this for you. We're bringing you uh, proven graphics and templates and, and business winning ideas that are going to help you get more listings and make more sales, make your job easier, save you some cost from graphic design and just make you look awesome, professional grade and just be able to position your brand personally and otherwise uh, in the best possible light. So we are, you know, in the the continual pursuit of that is is our endeavour, is our mission. So I just want to say a, a big special thank you to, to all my partners, but especially to you guys for picking it up and running with it and you're spreading the word. And seriously, we, we know who you are. You're our starting, our starting jigglers and we really appreciate it. Today's interview is with Dean Yo. Dean and I go back a long way. He's a terrific guy. He is really knowledgeable in the real estate residential rent roll space, property management. And I know a lot of leaders listen to this podcast. And if you're a real estate leader and you own a real estate business, and speaking of real estate leaders, a shout out to my buddy, Trent Poole, one of my uh, favorite and long-term coaching clients. Trent's just had some pretty amazing back surgery. So uh, not to be, as a, as a wee distraction, while he was uh, being uh, going into hospital, he decided he'd buy a Range Rover. So congratulations, congratulations, Trent. And uh, he's just messaged me on Voxer to let me know that he came through the op with flying colours. So 
I'm sure your, your family is very pleased, mate. You will be back on the tools and back on your bike and in that beautiful car in no time. So, and if you want to know what colour it is, it's white and it just looks like a thing of beauty. I was just saying to Trent, I can just smell the, the leather inside. It would, be, it would be amazing. So congratulations, buddy. You're an amazing agent and congratulations on your success. You deserve it. So, and congrats for coming through the op. So, yeah, a little bit of a sidestep, I guess, but uh, I really enjoyed this discussion with Dean. And if you are a leader and you're thinking about selling or buying a rent roll or just want to know how you can preserve the value to your rent roll or how you can increase value and add something to it, there's always things you can be doing. Dean has a heap of ideas, so I'm suggesting that you just call him up. He doesn't charge anything for a chat. He can help you. If you're looking at succession, say in the next three, four, five years, you want to talk to him because there's a heap you can be doing to get your you know, very important asset whipped into shape. You can tweak a few things. You can add value in so many ways. So he's your guy. He's doing this every day, buying and selling rent rolls for people. He can tell you about value, times factors, and the best ways to increase the value in your business. So really enjoyed my chat with Dean and, and a special thank you to Dean, mate. I love your work and congrats on the success of your business. It's just awesome. Okay, let's do it. Well, Dean Yo, welcome to the Top Agents Playbook Podcast. How are you doing, mate? Very good. Thank you very much. Uh, you're, you're very welcome. I wanted to pick your brain today. I want to get into the uh, rather misunderstood world of real estate rent rolls. And your business, Real Estate Dynamics, specializes in, I guess, not only selling rent rolls or helping agents, other agents buy rent rolls, but I notice uh, and I know... Um, from some mutual friends that you're very good at actually advising agents how they can increase the values of their rent rolls yep. and some of the special KPIs that they need to know. Can I start off with a question um, uh, just just right at the moment? Uh, is there demand for real estate rent rolls right at the moment? We're, we're in April 2018. Can you yep. talk in terms of vague times factors or, or is uh, everyone... Time factors is, as far as coming to market or what... Multiple income factors as as, okay. as value. Um, just give me some yep. ballparks and and selling time and and I'll I'll just let you go. You're the expert. I'm just really keen to learn more, and I know plenty of people listening will be learn uh, eager to learn more because I, I mean every yeah. week. Uh, sorry to interrupt. <laughs> the world's no, no, longest no, question good. again, but every every week I get um, I'm talking to leaders and they're going yeah. um, bought and and I'm pretty well shocked at the size of some of these rent rolls. In fact, some of them are so big that I don't know there'd be a buyer for them in one chunk, but that's yep. me. And they're also looking at acquiring. Others come up, you know, what's a good deal, what's not a good deal, um, fall away clauses, all of that. So tell me what you're thinking. Sure. Um, one of the key things I, I, I actually often uh, asked, even by friends, is is there, is there a market for that? And absolutely there is. It's interesting, though, that I had a conversation within the company that I work with at Real Estate Dynamics yesterday, and yeah. someone said, I didn't even know there was a brokerage in that space until I started with the company and already been through what your company did for the training as well as for coaching. And so that was really, it's probably back on us, you know, that we need to step up and do more. Um, we have probably 75% of the market share in southeast Queensland, as well as now nearly 50% out of Victoria and New South Wales. Um, I personally would transact probably about four a month, um, and people are really surprised. Oh, they, they, they're they buying, they're selling. 
well, look, there's people dying every day. There's cancer, there's split ups, there's marriage, there's I've had enough, the tax man's after me. There's all sorts of things. Yeah. And the banks are lending money against rent rolls. That they're turning around and saying, okay, you've got an asset, we value it up, there's this much income, great, we'll put it, say, a three times multiple on what that is. Yep. We'll value that up and we'll lend you 60%. So you come up with 40%, we'll lend you 60% and bang. So therefore, their ability to be able to turn that around and potentially pay back principal and interest within a five-year period makes it a really good reoccurring income yep. and a basis for yep. their business. Yep. Unfortunately, when I go in and see a lot of principals, they may be, hey, I've had it five years, 10 years, 15 years, and I've got 70 on the rent roll. And you're like, what have you been doing? Yeah. Um, it hasn't been. They've come from a sales background and they've then opened a business, which hats off to them because most of the time you don't know what you don't know. You've been a really good salesperson, but then managing people is a completely different asset to that. And then add a rent roll to that. And most times they just start throwing more resources of people, time, money towards it, but they really don't get under the under the hood, as you like to say, let's lift yeah. the bonnet, let's have a look at the engine and what's going on and yeah. say, well, I want to know four numbers. How many do you currently have? How many are currently producing income? What's your average rent? What's your average management fee? And what are you making in extra fees? If they can answer that on a monthly basis, they're probably in the top 5% in the property management space already. Shouldn't, just shouldn't they know those KPIs though, Dean? I mean, shouldn't, I'll, I'll tell like, you, I'll this tell is you a valuable asset. Only a valuable asset when they go to sell it and majority okay. of time on the way, quite often, it's seen as a pain in the backside because there's always a problem. Okay. They love it though when GFC hit. They loved it when their cash flow just continued and they yeah. were able to out all their expenses based on their property management because their yeah. sales all went poof. Well, it's the perfect complement to, to a, a real estate business and as good as your business might be, there is no guarantee on on what you're going to make each month. And um, the, the pure evidence there is the fact that the banks will lend on a, on a, yeah. on a rent roll business, on recurring income, but they will not lend on a, on a sales business, sales. in my yeah. experience anyway. Majority of time, and I don't want to be pinholed into that, but majority of time, you know, prior to GFC, you might have got one times profit for your sales business. But since that, and even now, even though we've had a number of good years, they're really, majority of time, it comes cash out of their pocket. So if we turned around and said, you know, you want to spend, they want $200,000 for their sales business, well, that's cash that's got to come straight out of the pocket of whoever's buying it. Yep. And there's also a great deal more risk involved on that side yep. because those people could disband. And the other thing on the sales business is quite often they're not a big sales business and quite often they're a selling principal. And that selling principal could be 40, 50% of what those sales are. So when he goes, they go. Yep. Plus, when he goes, quite often he has also been feeding the other troops under that with some of the leads, and that all goes poof away yeah. again. So yeah. it's a really that's a difficult space. The other piece okay. that people don't realise is that in the property management one, is that they talk about ten percent turn each year. So if you've got say you know two hundred on the rent roll, then you've got twenty of those that are going to come to market. It's more like fifteen to eighteen percent. We've done 450 contact hours of training over the last few years and hundreds of agencies, and it is closer to 20% and 10% that churns in a year yep. of an agency. Yep. And because of that, that there is that you've developed with those landlords, that agency with those landlords has developed a really good connection and ongoing. So 
usually if you do a half decent job, you'd think they'd come back to you first if they were going to sell. Yep. And then, you know, if you had a thousand on the rent roll, then you've got 100, 150 that are going to come to market that are going to come feeding to you without you having to get out there and knock on doors and prospect. Yeah. You just do what you're doing with your customers on a regular basis of your landlords and you can actually sell more to them or you could sell for them in that period of time. Yeah. It, um, it, it comes back to the quality of your relationship with, with uh, your owners. If all they're getting is uh, a statement in the, month, in, the, in, the, in the mail each month where I can guarantee all they're looking at is your fees um, and there's no love, uh, you, you know, there's so many great opportunities to build and grow your, your rent roll, I would have thought. Um, we, uh, boy, back in the day, we, um, we grew our rent roll immensely by, by giving people, um, we had nothing to lose. We were building a business. We started doing it the first three months commission free. We ended up doing the first six months commission free. And, and that Don't gave us. That. <laughs> no, no, no. Well, it, we we built a rent roll from scratch. We didn't have to put yeah, up yeah. any money, but we'd already we'd already had the rent. Putting roll, your time up, yep. and it was a great way to grow it. So we didn't have any money at the time to invest. Yep. So we yep. thought, how can we grow this business, and how can we leverage what we're really good at? But that gave us. We thought we, we're not going to we're not going to work six months for nothing. Um, and I don't, you know, I rarely remember losing anything, but it gave us six months to really get in, show the love and just show the support. And it actually yep. taught us a lot about building our rent roll and building rapport with our sellers and, and stuff like that. Dean, tell me about, is there an ideal size for a rent roll? Yeah. Do really you good feel? Question. Look, yeah. um, I think that uh, if we look at 300 as a sort of a, a nucleus of a, a basis from that 300 can make properties. It, yeah. 300 properties, um, you know, that you can have a certain amount and it, anything lower than that, you're really just buying yourself a job. Yep. Um, that and when you get to there, then you start to have some economy of scale and then, you know, 500 is better, 1,000 is fantastic. But probably I would say if you went 300 and if you went unencumbered, so you owned the 300, then you actually have the ability to run it. Like you said, you developed it up to a certain level. You get to know your systems and what you do. You then also can go out in the bank and turn around and say, hey, look, we own these 300. We want to go and buy another 300. They go, yep, no problem. You can have your fixed assets so that very little, there'd be, say, two more heads that uh, count for people to come in. But you could just uh -huh. about double that. Yep. And it would make it much more profitable and you would be increasing that asset twofold yep. and have it paid off in five years so getting it up to a level of which you're not just buying yourself a job you know and it's 24 7 when 300 starts where you've got say two staff and you know you, you just you start to be able to move people around without having to go all right every single hour of every single day i need this this and this whereas there's a bit more flexibility in some of the larger ones that we go into um say 800 to a thousand you know they say that's probably Per hundred, you should have one staff. Um, some of them you get to a thousand, and they'll have twelve staff, and they're just going, to, "Oh, well, there's always somebody away." So, and you can feed off that sort of thing. That's okay when you've got a good size. So, you would probably three to five hundred is really where you want to be. Okay. Um, but in saying that, like you started, you started, and you got, you know, if you get up to a hundred or even up to one hundred and fifty. And you show a couple of years, two, three, three years of trading, you can then go back to the bank and say, hey, look, we've gone, we've done it, 
we've got it to here, we've got an asset, we now want to borrow against it. And they look at that as a good thing as well. That's a real sweet spot for the Macquaries and the yep. NABs and the, yep. and the Westpacs to yep. be able to turn around and go, yes, you've shown that you can do it, you've got it to this level, we'll help you now. Yeah. Who are the dominant banks? I, 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 know, I know Macquarie are heavily involved. Would they be yep. the market leader at the moment as far yes. as uh, lending products for, for purchasing? Yep. Okay. okay. Absolutely. Who yeah, Macquarie. Then I would say um, NAB, NAB, and then there would be Westpac, and those okay. two would be those two are obviously major players. But those are the three that have policy around lending on rent rolls. Okay, they understand the business. Yep. Yep. Dean, what about these mega businesses where um, there's two thousand plus properties and mm. they are a machine? And okay, let's let's take let's take that scenario, that hypothetical, a little bit further. I'm 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 looking to exit. I might be 60 years old. Um, I've had a great career. I'm looking to I'm looking to retire and uh, take a cruise up the Canadian coast and uh, and hang out or ride I'm my mountain bike, a, yeah, or something like that, or ride my mountain bike a bit more. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, what kind of advice would you? And I know you do consulting a lot of consulting yeah. pre-sale, which is a very valuable part uh, and valuable advice. But and um, I should mention people listening to this. Um, if you've got any inclination of doing anything down the line, make sure you connect with Dean. Uh, all, the, all the contact points are in the show notes so he can give you the heads up. Um, Dean and I go back a long way and uh, he's uh, he's very easy to chat to and very Another happy. Another Melbourneian. To... Correct. Uh, <laughs> correct. And every time you say GFC, I automatically think of Geelong Football Club. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> kind of bad a, luck. Yeah. <laughs> which is a bit of a worry. So what what advice would you give me? I'm I'm looking to retire. I'm looking to exit. I'm looking to to maximise uh, mm-hmm. the uh, mm-hmm. the sale. You know, let's say I can't sell it to somebody in my business. What would you do? Yeah, good good uh, good point though. That one of the things I think that you should be looking at least two to three years out, at least a couple of years out, um, for a number of reasons. And one of those key ones that is pretty vanilla flavour, but is your tax wise. Is what are you going to do tax wise? How is your company structure set up? I'm not an accountant, nor am I a solicitor, um, but your ability to be able to get those people around you to say, okay, well, am I in a discretionary trust or what? Am, where am I with what that is? And to be able to out that and in this person and some of those things are just simplified if you're thinking ahead. Unfortunately, I many times will get a phone call and says, I'm, I'm done, I'm out of here, I want out. I'll ask the question, um, have you put some thought behind this or you're just having a bad day? Because we're all going to have bad days. And if they have thought about it, if they said, well, we want to do this or we want to go to the Rockies or we have thought about it and we're ready, um, we've even gone back to some of the key people in the business whereby we've tried to see whether we could have a succession plan with that. Um, And that hasn't worked. No, we've just got it done. Yep. Then then it's down. Sorry? No tax planning. Yeah, well, that, that's a real key one, and you just can't fudge that, you know, mm-hmm. like five minutes. Um, you've really got oh, to Well, thinking. you've got superannuation involved and, and uh, yeah. you know, your structures <clears throat> and stuff like that. So Well, you've got, you've got things like have a, am I over 55 or have, yeah. a, have I had the business more than 15 years yeah. in order to be able to – those are some of the simplest things that you need to look into. Um, and people go, well, hang on, my son was this old and he's now that old and Oh, yeah, well, I have had it for this long. Um, but those are those are the key. Now, the other piece to it is when you look back at the business itself, depending on which state you're in, depends on what sort of forms you have in that 
you know, in the agreements as far as the management agreement between the landlord and the owner. Of, and that's that piece of paper is really all that you're selling. Yeah. Um, it's Queensland is a prime example in 2000, late 2014, a PO Form 6 was a new legislation that came in and a new form and there's no assignment clause in that. So as long as everyone's on that form, then they can come across to the next owner without having to go out and get new forms. But each state is slightly different with that side. So I think that quite often we talk in when selling real estate to become a person's agent before they need an agent. Yep. And there's no better time than to, to plan a couple of years out as far as talk to a broker, understand what are my, um, what are the things that I need to be doing, what are the things that I need to be aware of, I'll give you another example. We, were, we went to bring a, a um, business to market with 500 properties on it and while we were getting all their information back, we actually found out that there was 150 periodics for that business. Now, periodics is basically where there's no agreement between the tenant and the landlord as far as, you know, or, or the managing agent so that they're just month to month. Month to month, so yeah. really, um, 150 of those 500 were not saleable. No. Now, the owner of the business just went, well, I didn't know that. Um, so some of those things are what they need to be able to check out and yep. understand along the way as well yep. because they need to do a little bit of a, hey, look in the mirror, where are we, what are we up to um, before they then go out. And it also helps them talking to that um, broker to go, well, what is the multiple? What is the, the market at the moment? How is it looking? And what are some of the key things that I should be looking at now if I want to look to sell in 12 or two years' time? Give me some examples then. If you say somebody that you spoke to two or three years ago who's, yep. who's coming up, what would have been hypothetically, um, okay, get all, make sure all your, all your, all your tenancies are, are, are on term, a 12-month yep. or, or whatever, yep. uh, as opposed to month to month. Um, make I guess make sure that your uh your you know your truancies or your late pay what what do we call them um those arrears, that arrears thank you yep. um yep. Uh, are lined up um you you want to have your bookwork looking great I guess you need to have your CRM in place so people can inspect your figures what else would you need to look at locked on yep um so well, locked on's not a not a rent roll um no no uh, no you just need CRM, CRM. sorry. Yeah. Yeah, but thanks um, for the plug anyway. And property <laughs> mean, property tree, and yep. those sort of things are, are for that side. Yep. Um, a key to it, or a few of the key things are that um, a really simple one to go in, go in and take a snapshot of your rent roll and have a look at your management fees. Now, as an example, your management fee, look, again, they, they vary a bit. You know, down in Victoria, they might be in the fives and sixes. Up here in Queensland, I'm based out of Brisbane, but we're you know, you try to make sure it's 8%. But if you have a look in there and you see, okay, I've got these, but then go to the other end and see there's these ones at five and there's these ones at five and a half and these ones at six. My suggestion would be make little projects of all those that are at five, we're going to try and get those landlords up to six, yep. you know, and do little projects of getting from here to here or to here because at the end of the day, those ones at that end, of dragging the rest of your good um, eight percenters down so your average might only be seven and a half. And you say, well, hang on a minute, or seven percent. A prime example last week was we went out and um, he said, look, we've been charging eight plus GST for the last three years. Well, hang on, how come when we did a report, you're still only at 7.1? And then when we looked and dug into it, we went, oh, look, 
and he goes, oh, yeah, that's Tommy. Tommy's got 15 properties and he's mm-hmm. at 5.5% and he's been with us since day dot. So looking under the hood of what some of those ones at this end to bring them up. And you either bring them up or some of them you get rid of because yeah. you're not making any money out of them anyway. And let's let's just say this. Let's get let's get this out in the open. Um, uh, you and I both have you know extensive experience in 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 this part of uh, of real estate. I think anything under ten percent is a bargain because we bloody well earn it. We work hard, and and it is difficult. You know, we we cop a lot, and we all do our best to manage our rent rolls and stuff like that. But uh, I guess the point I'm I'm wanting to make, if you're listening to this, and, and you know second guessing that you should be lifting those four and a half and five percenters up um get them up and you know what the people that you that you want to keep will stay with you and those little those little increments dean can actually make mean a lot like Absolutely. if you say you got a five-year plan to get it up and get it sold bring those up now the difference that that will make every month almost immediately yep. is is you know little things are big things they all add up well if, if an example is three and in Sydney, maybe even up to four times the multiple. Yep. So for every, you know, $1 that you're bringing in more, you you know, you end up, your asset, the other end is worth $4 more. Yep. So, yep. Um, you know, there's a four times or three times in that. Okay. So you're getting incrementally along the way, you're getting that $1, yep. but you're also getting that $3 or $4 at the other end. Okay. So all, all of these little things is like on your little rent roll health list or whatever it is. I don't know if you've got that in writing, but it'd be a cool thing to see. But um, I know it's all in between your ears at the moment. But um, if all of those things in place and, and those all those, those 10 or 12 boxes are ticked, that's got to have an effect on your times factor, no matter where your business is. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, um, you know, things that we haven't talked about, there are a number of others as far as geographical spread of properties and um, multiple owners and that sort of stuff. But each of those steps all assists to be able to give you a overall, you know, bigger pocket of money when you sell, but also a good cash flow along the way. Yeah. Um, yeah. The other thing that a lot of people don't talk about is as you get bigger, your systems, you know, as long as you're working with your systems, your efficiencies become more. Um, and there is some interesting stats that the largest asset base in Australia is basically real estate at mm-hmm. $7.7 trillion. The mm-hmm. next to that is superannuation at $2.2 trillion, and the next to that is the Australian Stock Exchange at $1.8 trillion. Wow. Now, of those, um, and I can try and get these stats for you and send them over to you, but um, of those that about half, there's about 2.4 million properties that real estate agents manage in Australia. That's not going to go away. No. As the market tightens a bit, they're not going to get as good a return the landlord. So they're actually going to turn to their agent, like you've just talked about before, to try and squeeze that a bit. So if they're going to get squeezed, you're going to get squeezed, that's going to come down the line. So if you're not going to be moving to get your efficiencies better, you know, outsourcing and, and um, you know, that they're just wanting all these things now and they want it, you know, on their phone and they want to be able to access stuff those things are great because if we can get our efficiencies up then we can actually make better money even if we get a little bit squeezed because you're managing 500 and you've got the staff across to do you know this person does that this person does that so they're not running around you know there's one that goes out and does routines and they do routines in certain areas so that they're not jumping around you know the countryside every day yeah 
those are the things that have to be critical to be done. Yeah. And you can't do that if you don't know what your numbers are to start with. So that yeah. the little steps are get to know your numbers, get into your efficiencies, then grow it um, because it is an asset that is going to continue to be, I think, the biggest part of your asset of your business. That you're either your rent roll and if you own the business that you're in as far as the you're the landlord, those are the two things that have, when I've gone to sell people's businesses, have made them the most money. Yeah, cool. I totally agree. Mate, it's been great to catch up. Um, send me anything you got. I can put it in the yep. show notes um, if you've got any anything that, that, that will help our uh, yep. our leaders because I know we get a lot of leaders listening um, from, from pretty pretty much everywhere. And uh, the Australian... The Australian real estate leader is, is in my experience, is very, very good at, at building a business and on average, and you, you must see some stunning businesses, but, yeah. uh, but there's still some great opportunities out there for, you know, like everybody gets busy and um, let's get in and build this asset and uh, have a chat to Dean. Uh, even if you're not doing anything, have a chat to Dean and um, he's, uh, he's a good bloke and uh, he'll help you out. I've just, I've just kicked I'm you answering in, any, mate, so. any questions. And there's a whole heap of um, videos that I've done, a little short ones, what cool. my rent roll worth, all those sort of things cool. are all on YouTube. Get, um, send me those links and I can put them in the show notes if you wouldn't mind. Yep. Just give us a little Absolutely. package. I'll put everything in the show notes. So, uh, so Yeah, and I've been really active on, on LinkedIn as well as far as little short one, two-minute ones. I okay. re- recently interviewed Matt LaHood, who's the CEO for the agency. The which agency, in, yeah. And... Yeah. and all those sort of things, just trying to pump out to help educate, to bring that be aware space so that we yeah. need to know, track and grow what it is that we've got. Yeah, I love it. I love it. All right. Thanks, buddy. Great to, great to chat. I look forward to catching up with you soon. The next time you need professional real estate marketing flyers, letters or cards, don't ask your graphics people for an estimate or try to create something great in a Word doc. Instead, head over to Jiggler.com and set up a free account. Jiggler is the online creative marketing tool for agents and it's jammed with proven templates including flyers, cards, stationery, letters and awesome social media posts. And it's so easy to use. If you can drive your Facebook page, you can drive Jiggler. So say goodbye to expensive graphic design bills, wasting time with clunky programs and marketing ideas that don't work, and say hello to Jiggler. Set up your free account today at Jiggler.com. That's J-I-G-G-L-A-R.com. It's no coincidence real estate's top agents use real estate's best software. Locked On is so popular with top producers because it's laden with features, but so easy to use at the same time. Backed by the number one support team in the industry, agents say Locked On is fast, reliable, and like having two assistants. If your real estate software and systems are holding you back, why not experience the ultimate cloud-based solution and take your productivity to the next level? To get your free 30-day trial and for special discount for life deal, go to LockedOn.com forward slash Ray.